time to set out on the pathway to healing and light. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. If you have questions or concerns about your faith journey, if you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. One heart at a time. Welcome to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Hi again, everyone. I'm Chuck Neff. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction, coming to you every weekday to help you know you're not alone on your journey of faith. Great to have all of you with us today. And today we're going to do retreats. Uh, you know, those times when Jesus invites us to come away and rest. What has been your experience of a retreat? And when has a retreat maybe impacted and really, really deepened your faith? And as all of us uh, face and deal with a pandemic, have you been able to get away during this time? How has a retreat during uh, this year of 2020 made a difference for you? Well, we're going to talk about that today. Here to help us on the journey. Back with us once again, Monsignor Fred Dolan. Monsignor is a priest of Opus Dei, now serving as the Secretary Vicar of Opus Dei in Canada. Joining us today from Vancouver, Monsignor Fred Dolan, welcome back. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's great to be back with you. Yeah, looking forward to our conversation about retreats as we do every day. We'll open up our phone lines, inviting you and our listening audience to join us uh, on the program. And uh, we hope a few of you will say yes and tell us about your uh, those, those memorable, uh, incredible uh, retreat experiences. We'd love to hear from you during the show today. We'll get the phone lines open here in uh, just a moment. Uh, but Monsignor Fred Dolan, get us started. You're actually in Vancouver. You're actually doing a retreat uh, right now, right? That's right, Chuck. I flew out here from Montreal a couple of days ago, and we have a full house of diocesan priests this time. And as always, uh, the experience is very powerful. Just the experience to get get away from the hustle and bustle, a lot of quiet, the some conferences during the day, the chance to pray, and the, above all, the chance to listen more carefully, more peacefully. And I must say that the the beauty of nature, it really helps lift one's heart. And just uh, give us an overview here, too, in terms of, uh, I think we probably all know, but let me get your perspective, in terms of what is a retreat. And I'm so taken with uh, you, the word you used, listen. Well, the, the, the main feature of a retreat, I think, is you just, you shut down in a certain sense. You turn off all the noise, all the distractions, and you just uh, sit there before Jesus Christ in, in the tabernacle or going for a walk in the woods, whatever, and just say, okay, Lord, I'm doing the very same thing that your apostles did with you when you took them off to a desert place, a quiet place. I want to get reacquainted with you, go deeper in my own relationship with you, and above all, I want you to tell me more about what you have in mind for me. What, what are your plans? What are your dreams for my life? Without a retreat, it's really hard to, he <laughs> to hear those things because we're just so absorbed by the, by the hustle and bustle of everyday life. So it's very powerful. 
Monsignor Fred Dolan, our spiritual director, talking about retreats today. Let's open up our phone lines and inviting you and our listening audience to join us. Toll-free phone number, I'm sure you know it, uh, 888-914-9149. You can also email us, innerlifeatrelevantradio.com. But as we talk about retreats, uh, what's um, been your experience of a retreat? That time when you uh, went away to rest, uh, took some time to listen. When did that most memorable retreat make a difference in your faith and draw you closer to the Lord. And certainly um, during uh, this uh, year of 2020, a little bit different for sure. But have you been able to get away? Have you been able to experience a retreat during uh, this year of 2020? And uh, did it make a difference for you? Again, toll free if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. And so, Monsignor, just talk a little bit about uh, the pandemic. I mean, I know uh, my wife, Judy, she went on a retreat um, after things started started to open up and, you know, socially distance, uh, even at meals, they had plexiglass uh, dividers between everybody just to kind of, um, you know, uh, keep uh, everybody socially distanced and free of the virus. But from your perspective, what has the pandemic uh, done in terms of the impact it's had on on uh, retreat experiences, maybe those you've done, maybe those you've heard about? Well, on a very material basis, We've had to reduce, we've had cut in half the capacity of our conference centers just to, to keep the, the distancing. On the other hand, the, on a retreat, you're talking about eternal truths. So you should take a look. The typical list of topics, in the, we, we have on any given day, we have uh, several conferences, half-hour meditations in the, in the chapel. And so we're taking a look at things that, are universally true. You know, who are we? Where are we? Where do we come from? Where are we heading? How do we get there? And what are the possible detours? And then we take a look at the life of Jesus Christ and the, the various ways we have, we're called, we're invited to imitate him. And within those topics, there's always the, the chance, the under, undercurrent of, okay, given our current circumstances, how do we imitate Jesus? How do we imitate and learn from the great saints? And in any age, everyone has had to deal with one or another curveball, so to speak. So now this is our turn with with COVID. Well, and then I I wonder, too, as I'm listening to you and thinking about this, I mean, I think uh, probably the reality of our mortality might be a little bit more front and center for us uh, just because of the the numbers of people who have been impacted uh, by uh, the virus, certainly the number of people who have died from it. But I just wonder if if maybe this is a time in in our history, our personal history, our world history, that uh, this time can really push us back into a moment when we recognize the truth, as you talk about, the truth of uh, who we are and what we're all about. Well, it's interesting you, you put it that way. Just uh, an hour ago, we had the, the, today's first conference, which was precisely about death. And it's a terrific source of perspective because it gives us focus. It gives us uh, really, as you said, the, the truth and the reality, we don't know when the Lord will call us to himself, but we know that we have to be ready. And so this, you could say that the retreat is like a preparation for that super important encounter. And so as you have the chance to, to ponder, 
One thing, one great question to ask, okay, given the different roles that God has placed in, on, on my tray, how am I addressing each one of them? And do I have to do any tweaking or any major changes in order to be a better parent, a better child, a better sibling, a better leader, whatever, in order to be ready for that time when he's going to say, did you love me? Did you do my will? Did, did you live your life the way that I wanted you to? So it's <laughs> only on a retreat can you really ask these questions. And I must say that being away for several days is very important, precisely because everyone finds that the first day or two, you still have all sorts of all sorts of distractions roaming around, rolling ahead and around in your head. I always think of that that little toy that we used to have in, at Christmas time, a little uh, semi globe, a scene of Heidi, and you'd shake it and then the let all the snow fall down. Well, it takes about two days for our noggin to begin to see things clearly. And the third day, all of a sudden we see, oh, I have, I've been a, a lousy, I've been neglecting certain aspects of my different roles. And that, that is crucial. Monsignor Fred Dolan, our spiritual director, talking about retreats today. What has been your experience of that uh, retreat in your uh, journey of faith? We'd love to hear your story. And maybe that retreat uh, that really made a difference was kind of a turning point in in your journey of faith. We'd love to hear the story. And if you'd like to join us, toll-free number 888-914-9149 and our email address, relevantradio.com. And uh, Monsignor, how long have you been giving retreats? So what's been your experience of uh, giving? retreats I've been giving retreats uh, since 1983 so it's one of my one of my very favorite activities because <clears throat> precisely you can see people change during the course of the retreat they <laughs> they just you can see that all of a sudden they start seeing things more clearly and by the end of the retreat uh, they have a really clear plan a strategy for how they want to live their life. And we usually on the final day, one of the efforts is to say, okay, it's one thing to be glowing in the dark here on the retreat, but tomorrow we're going to be back, back in the thick of things. So let's make a plan of attack, a plan for a prayer life, a plan. What are the ways I want to improve in my, my dealing with other, with other people, my way of working and praying? And so we really try to come up with very specific resolutions. And people are encouraged to go back on a, on a weekly or a monthly basis, go back to take a look at what they saw on the retreat and, and stay their course, so to speak. So it's a very powerful experience always. Yeah, and then talk a little bit. I, I love how you say you can see people change. Talk about that a little bit, if you would. The few retreats that I've given, it's so interesting to to stand back and certainly be there with everyone. But when you start to look at um, at everybody there, you can really, again, quote unquote, to use your words, see the change in people. I see the body language. I see the arm folded arms now become open. It's so amazing to watch that, isn't it? Well, it is, and it's because people, when they have the chance to focus and to reflect and, above all, to receive the action of the Holy Spirit, well, then they start to 
be able to pinpoint things that have been weighing down on them. They might be burdens from the past, worries, anxieties, conflicts, unresolved problems, or things that they that they really have kind of buried away. And with God's help and with above all the light of the Holy Spirit, those things become much more clear. And then in a conversation of spiritual direction, a, a good confession, they they really do re, they have a, a major reset, a, a reboot of their of their whole being. So by the time they by the time they leave the retreat, they have a, a much lighter heart, clear conscience, and a very clear plan for going forward. My senior Fred Dolan, our spiritual director, talking about retreats today. Let's uh, take a phone call uh, for the good Monsignor Dolores listening in New York. Thank you for the call. It's uh, nice to have you on The Inner Life today. Oh, so wonderful to be here, Chuck. Thank you so much. Um, as I'm sitting here on hold waiting to uh, to go over retreats, I'm, I'm remembering the very, very first retreat I went on. I, was, I must have been in uh, eighth grade, which was back in the Stone Age. Very long time ago, but um, I was in Catholic school, and uh, it was also a time that one, I believe it was the Mets, were in the playoffs or in it maybe the, I think it was the World Series, and we were told that there was going to be no communication at all. So I, I being a good Catholic school girl, packed a little tiny TV <laughs> in my, my bag, but wouldn't really share with just my, my very good friends. And that was the first day, I remember. And then I remember it becoming so beautiful um, that I, I forgot that that was even something happening. And being such a young child, it, was, it wasn't letting go. I have really had nothing to let go of. It was just more of coming into uh, a, a, a different place with communicating with God. And understanding what prayer is. Prayer, prayer is communication. You know, not just all my prayers that I learned, and I learned to repeat over and over again, which I do now, of course, <clears throat> the rosary. Um, but it just, it, it, I remember it bringing me to a beautiful place. And uh, now, of course, with everything that's happening, it's difficult to do. But I'm, uh, I'm an ambassador for Relevant Radio for my parish here in uh, Stony Point, New York, the Marian Shrine, and we're having a virtual retreat that's coming up on October 4th, and it's a family retreat. And I'm so excited because now with COVID, you know, it, 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 things were, were dampened by it all, but it's, we're redoing things in a different way. My family started going to church in our room. I was tempting them with waffles, but when they saw the beauty of Mass and um, and, and how it brought us closer together, the waffles were the second thing hmm. at, at the end when we, we could only go virtually. But it's, the retreats just bring us to such a beautiful place, and I'm so looking forward to doing my virtual one coming up soon. But, yes, I, I advise it to everyone, and I can't wait for a sleepover one somewhere for women, which uh, should be coming up as well. Yeah, well. So, Monsignor, talk a little bit about virtual uh, retreats, and then, Dolores, I have a question for you. Well, this is, the whole thing of virtual retreats is is new for us, and I've been I've been tickled pink by the in the first place by just learning 
the whole world of YouTube and recording them and that, that kind of thing. But also, I've been, it's been so much so interesting to see that thanks to the world of virtual communication, we've been able to reach many more people. And then uh, they, in turn, they pass on the link. So <laughs> instead of having 15 or 20 people on a retreat, we've had 137, that kind of thing. And the ripple effect uh, down through the coming months, who knows? So I think, you know, a retreat is a chance, for example, to see with a new perspective opportunities such as the COVID forcing us to open up and to to find ways and to be creative in in nourishing many, many more people. Yeah. Well, uh, Dolores, I want to talk about that. I want to we'll talk about that a little bit later in the program. But Dolores, uh, first of all, thank you for being a relevant radio ambassador to all of you in our listening audience. You can be an ambassador for relevant radio too. just check the website and uh, do a search for relevant radio ambassador. But uh, God bless you for doing that. Do you have any idea how many people are going to be showing up for your for this retreat you're doing? I would say an awful lot because we also the same priest, Father Steve Ryan, does um, our masses and does a bunch of things at night, like Tabernacle Tuesdays, and he's got such a following. He's already got hundreds of people on Facebook, so I'm thinking it's going to be a lot. I just uh, emailed you the flyer. I know you can't say anything until you check it, but I would definitely check it out. All right. We will uh, check that out. But, uh, uh, Dolores, uh, thanks uh, for joining us. Uh, good to have you on the program today. We are uh, talking about retreats, and um, phone lines are open. Your experience of a retreat, that time uh, when you went away to rest and maybe had that really incredible uh, retreat that made a difference in your faith and drew you closer to the Lord. We uh, would love to hear your story. Monsignor Fred Dolan is our spiritual director. If you would like to join us, toll-free phone number 888 914 9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is today's Gospel reading from the New American Bible. Luke, chapter 11, verses 42 through 46. The Lord said, Woe to you, Pharisees! You pay tithes of mint and of rue and of every garden herb, but you pay no attention to judgment and to love for God. These you should have done without overlooking the others. Woe to you, Pharisees! You love the seat of honor in synagogues and greetings in marketplaces. Woe to you! You are like unseen graves over which people unknowingly walk. Then one of the scholars of the law said to him in reply, Teacher, by saying this, you are insulting us too. And he said, Woe also to you, scholars of the law. You impose on people burdens hard to carry, but you yourselves do not lift one finger to touch them. You can find all the daily readings at relevantradio.com gospel or tap the prayer tab on the Relevant Radio app. If you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. 
Call now, 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. And thank you for joining us on The Inner Life today. I'm Chuck Neff, along with our producer, Nick Schmitz, Jake Moore, answering your phone calls today, Monsignor Fred Dolan, our spiritual director. Monsignor is uh, joining us uh, from Vancouver, Canada today, where he is giving a retreat to diocesan priests uh, there in that area of Canada. Monsignor is a priest of Opus Dei, now serving as the secretary vicar of Opus Dei in Canada, becoming one of our regular contributors here on The Inner Life. Talking today about retreats and phone lines are open. What's uh, your story? What's been your experience of a retreat, that time when you went away to rest? Um, when did that uh, retreat make a difference in your faith and draw you closer to the Lord? Again, toll free if you'd like to join us, 8 888-914-9149, our email address, innerlife at relevantradio.com. So, uh, Monsignor Fred Dolan, let's uh, head to the phones. And John, listening in Decatur, Illinois. Hi, John. Welcome to the program today. Good morning. Good morning, Monsignor. Thank you, guys. You bet. Um, I went to a, um, a, it it was called the Great Banquet in 09, and um, it was, uh, it was, uh, you know, a changing experience for me. I had, uh, I had not, you know, uh, slept for like three days. I was in a, you know, really, I would say a wicked place or a bad place. Uh, and, uh, my wife wanted me to go. So I went and, uh, I was kind of goofing around. And, uh, at the time, uh, in 09, I had a four-year-old son and, uh, the speaker got up and he was the, uh, he told me there was he had a nephew that uh, passed away when he was four years old, and uh, and he had said uh, that when his uh, sister-in-law called him, he said, "What kind of God would take a four-year-old boy in the middle of the night?" And uh, and then it got to me that you know I have a four-year-old boy, and the speaker was wearing an orange tie, and Max's favorite color at the time was orange. So at that time, he said that this couple went into a place of deprivation where they, they were so mad at each other that they couldn't see straight. And the first year they went down to visit him um, after they buried him, and this and, and he, uh, they were just at each other's throat. The second year they went down, they said this marriage will end in a divorce. They couldn't even go into the house because it got so, uh, you know, so obnoxious and sarcastic. The third year they went, and they said they had experienced a, uh, a retreat called the Walk to Emmaus, or a casino, and uh, they said it totally changed their lives. So the little boy that, that passed away, was his name was Sean, and I always remember him dying or passing away, I would have never been able to go to this retreat because this is why these retreats were going on at the time. And the way he basically you know, described it to me, he, he said, the world awaits the world where you live and work, which is your special mission field. It awaits your word of hope, your smile of love, your touch of Jesus. A person can find him everywhere and miss him anywhere out there. Let us leave this place resolving to guide people to him as he leads us. And then it says, go in God's strength to call back those who have turned away from God and bring them to Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. And then it says, we will be a light to all those who live in the shadows. So I remember this weekend's gospel, the parable of the great banquet, you know, the 
mm. going into the gutters and um, you know and finding you know finding anybody that would come because nobody had time to go and I was probably that guy giving up a cell phone and you know the business had to you know had to walk away from that and uh, this gentleman that you know it was a, it was a non-Catholic retreat but there were a lot of Catholics there so it, it kind of you know mind and there were lawyers and architects and all these people that you would never know have a fallen world around them because you, you, when you look at them you think they have a, a perfect world going on and then i looked at them and i said well why would they be here <laughs> so as they got up and told their story you know it reached to me that you know you're a lot you're really no different than anybody else you just need to uh, have a little bit of direction so now i'm in a reunion group where we meet every Thursday. And uh, I happened to be in the reunion group with the spiritual director because the spiritual director looked at me and he said, you know, if you're the smartest guy in your group, you need to find another. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now I, you know, <laughs> the Thursday meetings aren't about, you know, lunch. It's, it's about, you know, focused on Jesus. And, you know, if there's a way that you can, you know, talk to each other and then, and then I went to another retreat where Monsignor Heffler gave it in Springfield, Illinois. That's where the, the Holy Goalie is, Bishop Paprocki. Mm -hmm. And uh, he made a statement to me that when he was 12 years old, he broke the side mirror off of his dad's car. And his dad came home and he said, hey, son, who, who did this? And he said, well, Dad, I think it was a next-door neighbor. And he goes, now who really did this? And he said, it's me, Dad. It's me. I did it. And he goes, I can fix a broken mirror, but I can't fix a son who's lying to me. Wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so with those retreats that I thought, you know, sometimes you won't get anything out of, uh, you know, I got a lot, of, a lot, a lot out of them. And in fact, I, I still keep my great banquet book here and my wife goes to the white house retreat and somewhere down there by St. Louis. And I keep that, you know, and pray from that. And it's just amazing how you can, you can get so much out of uh, something, but you just have to be uh, in a place where you can, I would say, listen and and uh, and listen, you know, to God's truths. And and now, you know, our four-year-old is fifteen, and he's a freshman at a at St. Teresa High School in Decatur, Illinois. And our, our little daughter is, you know, you know, first grade. And this, what God had in store for me, I would have never known how much I could grow spiritually from, you know, being at this this event that lasted, you know, a little more than three days. That's terrific. You know, it's interesting you talk about direction. One way, that, a classical way of looking at retreats is if we don't take the time to step back and, and, and reset our course, it's a little bit like a boat that sets sail from New York City heading to England, but fails to take a look every day at like in the old days when they would have to check the stars, see how they're, if they're staying en route, and make the necessary corrections every day. If they don't do that, instead of ending up in England, they get end up in the southern coast of Italy or Australia, who knows where, far from England. Yeah. John, great story. If I might ask a question, do we presume, I can hear it in your voice, that uh, that wicked place you were in when you went on that retreat, uh, you're not in that anymore, I trust. Well, see, here's the, the nice thing about it is God will point to me, you know, uh, areas of wickedness, and I can actually see them instead of I can I can reflect 
and be a, a person that can listen because out of the retreat it says be still and know that he is God. So being judgmental, in, you know, and, and, and praying for, you know, our politicians instead of demeaning them and, and praying for down, those that are downtrodden. And, and if, if we can be a light, then we can, you know, open doors uh, to facilitate some type of uh, reconciliation. I mean, I have a sister who's on family strike. I, that's what I call it because I'm the youngest of seven kids, and I think the one thing that, that I did to her is I never listened. I would always be judgmental, like, you know, well, the reason you're in this is because of this. So a lot of times I think we, if we just take the time to listen, and I think that's what happened to me there because, you know, this with Monsignor Heffler, with, you know, he said that was the changing point and maybe why he became, you know, uh, became into the priesthood. But I love the fact, you know, of, you know, being truthful. But, no, the wickedness, uh, I, I, can, I can see it around me, but I can actually, you know, uh, actually, you know, visualize it and, and move away from it rather than, you know, be involved in it. Because I always say Jesus passed by a lot of needy people. Uh, but the ones that, you know, the parables that really get to me are like the adulteress with the stones and, you know, why I could be judgmental because, you know, you know, I'm not a, I'm not perfect. I mean, there's the old saying, God loves you just the way you are, but he refuses to leave you that way. Or, uh, God can turn a mess into a masterpiece, a test into a testimonial. So all of us that are going through trials and, and, uh, we have an opportunity to move from there because out of that broken dirt, you know, you can grow. Uh, but if you're, if you're hard and soil, your life will always be, you know, like a concrete based individual. So I can, yeah. <laughs> so we can enjoy our life no matter what. And, you know, I, as the youngest of seven kids, my, my, uh, I'll be in WDCR land. My, my father, James Wagner and father, father, Ed Wagner were my, my great uncles. And so my mom was the, uh, the, uh, in six kids and grandpa Joe Wagner was Manitowoc, Wisconsin. So he had, he was the oldest of 15 and he worked for the invincible office machine company in Manitowoc till he was 86 in a oh paint gosh. booth, and he was allergic to paint. <laughs> and he smoked camel straights until the day he died at 96. And, uh, you know, he just, so a lot of the things that I would reminisce about in that time of quietness it finally got to me that Grandpa Wagner's rosaries and, and my mom's rosaries and my dad, you know, uh, my dad served in World War II fighting in airplanes, and he was the captain in Kalamazoo, Michigan, at Western Michigan. The whole three years I was in football at St. Teresa and MacArthur High School in Decatur, he never told me once that he even played football in college. So <laughs> well, all these Jen, things at these great banquets yeah. and these stories, I just appreciate you guys at Relevant Radio. You have no idea the you know the, the story corners and the, the apps and how it helps me because, you know, I'm that ADHD guy that I don't want a book. I just, you know, re, I just uh, came from a flip phone to an iPhone. So <laughs> <laughs> listening to you guys is a pleasure. Well, John, uh, yeah. listening to your story is a pleasure for us today. So glad you called in. Thanks uh, for joining us uh, on uh, the program today. If you're just joining us, I'm Monsignor Fred Dolan is our spiritual director talking about retreats today. Uh, let's take a, another phone call. Pam, listening in Minnesota, you're up next, and welcome to the program. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, the, with COVID starting out this spring, um, 
I kind of went from uh, a source of anxiety and worry and to frustration and anger as things on our calendar were being canceled. Um, our son was ordained a priest, thanks be to God, in May, and it was it was quite the ordeal to be inviting and uninviting people and um, trying to plan a reception to no reception to uh, <laughs> riots happening in Minneapolis and the night before um, ha- possibly having the ordination called off. And, um, and then our daughter at the same time was planning a wedding for August and kind of the same whole old things of, um, you know, tons of planning. I think they planned their wedding top to bottom four times. <laughs> um, oh, no. But I had the opportunity to go on retreat the weekend before my daughter's wedding in August. And um, I think the, just the time of contemplation and prayer that the Lord showed me how um, – he had been close to me those past months and actually kind of a um, positive reaction to COVID was I was um, drawing closer to the sacraments. I was spending more time in adoration, um, hmm. seeking out uh, the Eucharist at any time or any place I could get it. Um, so him showing me that... Um, how I was growing in uh, closer to him by relying on and, and looking at him instead of what the world is telling me to be reacting to. Wow. That's, that's fantastic. You know, it brings back to mind what that verse that, that John just said, be still and see that I am God. Because this being still is the very essence of a retreat, and it's a chance to... To, to step back and get that bigger perspective and not let the, the things, even if they're pretty big, like having to reschedule a wedding and all the things that you mentioned, you know, 20 years from now, we'll look back and say that'll be anecdotal. But uh, you, I'm sure you remember those, the great, those great words from Teresa of Avila, where she says, let nothing disturb you, let nothing dismay you, all things pass God never changes. So the retreat is our, our chance to anchor ourselves in bedrock and, uh, okay, go ahead, you know, throw anything at me. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, ready to, yeah. I'm ready to handle this because I am a child of God. Yeah. Pam, uh, God bless you uh, weathering the storms of a ordination for your son, a wedding for your daughter, and uh, coming through all of it and sharing the story with us here on The Inner Life today. We really appreciate it. Monsignor Fred Dolan is our spiritual director talking today about retreats. What's been your experience of a retreat? That time when you went away to rest, and uh, what kind of a difference did that make in your journey of faith? And maybe uh, even in this uh, kind of crazy year of 2020, what was that like for you. If you'd like to join us, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Call in now to share your story with our Inner Life Spiritual Directors. 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Thanks for joining us, Monsignor Fred Dolan, our spiritual director. Monsignor is a priest of Opus Dei, now serving as the Secretary of Vicar of uh, Secretary Vicar of Opus Day in Canada, joining us today from Vancouver, talking today about retreats, and we'll get to uh, a few more phone calls before the top of the hour. But uh, just a reminder: we've probably been hearing all about it. Uh, what the elections are less than three weeks away, and we just want to remind you about Fa- Father Rocky's new ebook, "Vote Your Conscience." This will help you learn how to form your conscience around uh, truth, beauty, goodness, and Catholic teaching, and then to um, use your well-formed conscience in all areas of your life to make moral choices, including voting. And uh, Father Rocky's ebook is free. All you have to do is go to relevantradio.com slash vote or sign up on the Relevant Radio app. And then after you download your copy of Vote Your Conscience, invite your family and friends to sign up and uh, get their own copy. copy. This uh, knowledge is meant to be shared. Again, it's a free copy. Vote Your Conscience. Get it today. Relevant Radio dot com slash vote or sign up on the relevant radio app. Monsignor Fred Dolan, our spiritual director, let's head back to the phones. Uh, Joe, listening in San Diego, thank you for waiting and welcome to the program today. Yes, thank you. I'd like to speak about a very little known retreat. It's called Beginning Experience. It's normally a weekend retreat patterned after marriage encounter. But in the case of COVID here, we're putting on two one-day retreats at two different parishes in San Diego. Uh, And if you'd like to find out more about that, you can go to beginningexperience.org. But in any case, uh, what it did for me, uh, and this is a, a retreat that offers healing and hope for anyone, divorce or separation. So if anyone's lost a spouse, they go to this retreat and it just, it's, it's just mind blowing. What happened to me my wife died four years ago and I was grieving, you know, quite a bit. So I decided to go to this retreat and oh my gosh, it was like mind blowing. It was, I felt like the Holy Spirit came and sat next to me, reached his hand gently into my chest, pulled my heart out, caressed it, kissed it put it back together, back into my body. And then he looked me straight in the eye and he said, Joe, everything's going to be okay. That just just kind of blew me away. And I just couldn't, you know, I, I, I've just been a different person ever since. Uh, so I, I just hmm. want to pass the word along. As I say, it's a very little-known retreat. It's actually more than 40 years old. It's a worldwide organization. And it's, of course, a Catholic um, based and it's uh, like I say, patterned after marriage encounter. So uh, it's it's really I don't know I, I can't say enough good about it. But if anyone who you know has lost a spouse, it doesn't have to be in any time frame, anywhere from six months to ten years or more. If they're still grieving about it and want some peace and some consolation, I think that they should look into the beginning experience program. Wow, that's great. Well- yeah, Joe, let me just uh, extend our condolences uh, four years later, or at least uh, with the death of your wife. But, um, you know, Monsignor, we hear a story like that. It just reminds me that really our Catholic Church gives us so many opportunities to grow closer to God. 
And certainly uh, dealing with the grief in our lives, uh, maybe we have a troubled marriage, retrovi, marriage encounters. Uh, Joe talks about a great weekend for my wife Judy and me. Um, just uh, touched us so deeply and uh, was just an incredible experience. But these experiences, Monsignor, the church just wants us to grow in our faith, grow closer to the Lord, and offers us so many opportunities to get away, to rest, and to grow in our faith. Well, we, it's just what our Lord did with the apostles when they, they would, who knows how often they would go off because Jesus could see that they were getting exhausted and working nonstop, and they needed that perspective, and they needed to get closer to him. So we're doing the same thing. And the other, the fact about the human condition is, it's one thing to make a good resolution to, to see things clearly, but two days later, there's always that danger of slipping back into complacency, of thinking to ourselves, okay, well, I have, I have reached the pinnacle of uh, virtue, and that's it. Because uh, back in the fourth century, Saint Augustine, he said, the day that you say that's it, I've reached the pinnacle, no more need to keep pushing. That's the day that you start going back downhill. You 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 <laughs> you start to lose altitude immediately, which is why we we have to be so grateful that the church offers us. Again and again and again, these these reminders, these these ways to regain and reinforce our perspective. Well, Joe, thank you uh, for uh, for sharing that with us. Uh, just the description, the image you painted of the Holy Spirit uh, accompanying you on that retreat was really beautiful. Thanks uh, for joining us on the program. I just want to mention it again. I have not heard of Beginning Experience, but uh, the website, I'm just looking at it now, beginningexperience.org. If you are uh, looking for um, healing, if you're looking for help on your journey of faith, that is a, another opportunity for you as well. So just wanted to mention that. That, uh, not a lot of time, but let's uh, take another phone call. Karen, listening in Mobile, Alabama. Hi, Karen. Welcome. Hey. I was just calling to um, not so much talk about a, a retreat experience, but looking for guidance on a good location for a retreat on reconciliation. Mobile, Alabama. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> that's way down there. I, I don't know. A good place. Well, actually, um, not that it has to be. Not that it has to be in Mobile. Um, I mean, anywhere in the U.S. Um, I was actually looking at um, an area in New York, and it's um, Our Lady of LaSalle, the missionary priests um, of Our Lady of Sorrows, and obviously that's their their ministry, their their mission. Um, but I haven't had luck actually looking at a retreat schedule, you know, that they give even in the New York area. So not, you know, not specific to Alabama, just really anywhere in the country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not familiar with anything like that either. But Monsignor, just wondering, uh, you know, certainly the Internet could be of some help, but, but maybe calling uh, the folks in New York and saying, yeah, I'm in Alabama, but different part of the country. Do they know of any other, any other options for that? But uh, maybe a little bit of digging, but uh, there's so many experiences, aren't there? Chuck, that, that sounds like a great bit of advice to me, because if those in New York are experts, specialists at this, they would certainly know where else they, 
that you could look. Yeah. Karen, I wish we had better I information for you on that. Um, if, if you, I'll tell you what, if you will send me an email, uh, innerlife at relevantradio.com, I will join the hunt for you. I will put on my investigative reporter hat and do a little investigating and see if maybe we can't find you at least a couple of places that you can uh, begin to check out. But innerlife at relevantradio.com, and I would love to get involved in the search for, for that. And, um, and I think, you know, Monsignor, we had a, another, uh, email come in wondering about, uh, family retreats, but again, the internet and just uh, so many ways. Uh, be careful. I would always uh, encourage you to do that. Uh, make sure they're Catholic. Um, make sure you know it's what you want. But there's a lot of options, and certainly uh, there are ways to find out that you know that kind of information. But um, the retreats you give, I know you you send me links to your talks. If somebody were interested in that, Monsignor, how how could they see some of the uh, talks you're giving and the retreats you're giving? Well, one way would be just to go on YouTube and put in Father Fred Dolan, and uh, they see what I've already posted. Uh, this is all new to me. I've just started doing it, but uh, I've gotten the biggest kick out of it because, you know, I've recorded these little meditations, and then after giving some thought about it, I've sent them off to some friends, people that uh, about whose religious background I, I know nothing, and I've said... You know, I have no idea if this is your cup of tea, but if, and if not, at least you know I was thinking about you. And I've discovered people, <laughs> well, every, everyone has a need to get their relationship with God right. And so I've gotten some amazing responses to that. Yeah, and uh, there's no cost to that either, is there? Because one of the things, we don't have a lot of time here. But certainly going on a retreat can be costly. Um, but if we do it via the Internet, uh, generally no cost for that. That's right. No, it's a whole new ball game. It's amazing. Yeah. So there's just so, again, there's so many opportunities for us to get away. And I know for me, sometimes I resist it. Not sure that the Lord's really going to speak to me. So I say, well, maybe we'll try this next time. But it's just an incredible opportunity to grow closer to the Lord. So if uh, you're getting nudged today, trust that's the Holy Spirit saying, "Hey, you need to think about a retreat and then take some action and go ahead and do that." Monsignor Fred Dolan, our spiritual director. Sorry we couldn't get to all of our phone calls. We need to wrap things up. And Monsignor, we do like to close with a final blessing for all of our listeners. Lord, I ask you, help each one of us to be eminently aware and growing in our knowledge that you have great things in store for us, that you really and truly intend to continue your mission to reach one of us. Amen. Amen. Monsignor Fred Dolan, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us on the program today. Now, stay tuned. We are celebrating Mass. That's coming up next right here on Relevant Radio. Don't forget, 1230 Central, The Faith Explained with Cale Clark, all coming up next. We're back tomorrow. Hope to see you then.